friends, countrymen, lovers of all things design. This is Grits and Grids. clear our throats <clears throat> all right all right we are gearing up hello everyone it is february february there's an r in there and everyone forgets the r february um and today i'm talking with my team member ginger donnell yes it's, uh, you said it correct yes it's donnell um ginger is an associate creative director here at iris worldwide she works on a number of different kinds of clients i'll stop yammering ginger why don't you tell them what you do oh goodness Yes, um, I work on a lot of different clients, mainly um, Shell for their social media. Um, work on IHG, namely Hotel Indigo and Intercontinental Hotels. Again, building up a lot of that social media um, aspect of those brands. Um, and then I'm also what you would call a bunker mama. Bunker mom. Yeah. What is, is the bunker? Well, the bunker is our internship program at Iris. And um, I'd say over the past couple of years, it has gained some steam, um, mm -hmm. gained some ground. Or at least a lot of hot air. A lot of hot air. Um, <laughs> one of our actual old bunker members is famous on Mashable. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. From Sleeping a Photoshop Beauty. battle. Yeah, Sleeping Beauty. Um, sleeping on the job, we caught him and um, <laughs> definitely made him internet famous. So hopefully he's creative director somewhere now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we definitely... Um, work with some of the students at the Creative Circus, and a couple of us uh, who work here actually teach there, myself included. And um, yeah, it's just a great space for them to come in and really get a feel for what advertising life is all about. Mm -hmm. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. I think it's to work on real projects. Yes. It's not like we have them running coffee, that which makes true. me mad. Because when I was an intern, I got coffee. I know, and I don't get coffee. Yeah, which is so like, I find myself coffeeless most times of the day. I feel like that's a like a life goal that we all need is to have at least an intern bring us. A cup I, of coffee. I think you need so. All right, let's talk about <laughs> gripes like, of internship. Let's just go off on that one. Um, Bunker is amazing for the students because they do get to have that real world experience. They're working on real projects that will become something mm -hmm. for our clients. We pay our interns, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, I think we pay them quite well for especially for an internship. Um, and, and it's a lot of valuable experience that I think internships in the past haven't gotten. That said, I think there is something very important about getting your ass kicked by somebody like early on in your career. You need to get smacked around a little bit, totally. get some wind taken out of your sail, get called select names that Well, that's so <clears throat> I didn't go to portfolio school. I yeah. learned all of my advertising chops by internships. Mm -hmm. So I had those tough tough people that would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is horrible. So you didn't kill yourself this morning. Maybe Interesting <laughs> choice. You should have. Maybe rethink your career path. <laughs> and I'm like, no, this is what I want to do. So I pushed through and, you know, proved myself to my mm -hmm. mentors in the agencies and um, definitely got some of the best advice ever just from having internships. So I think it's mm -hmm. super important to, to, yeah, give them legit feedback and not sugarcoat it. Mm -hmm. Like, no, this is the real world. And Punch them in the know, gut a few clients times. are going to be ruthless sometimes. So you mm. got to learn how to take it. You can't take everything personally. I think, and, and I think a byproduct of that is it fuels your passion like hotter. Like, cause there's that determination. Like, Oh, yeah. You're telling me I'm not good enough? No, oh, I'll yeah. show you I'm good enough. <laughs> and like, you will fight. And that's essentially the root of passion. You don't like, become passionate about something 
just because it's something fun to do. Like that's definitely part of it, but it's usually a challenge. It's usually a self challenge that maybe you didn't talk to about the yeah. people you just decided that no, I'm just going to do this because I really want to do it. And <clears throat> there are hurdles, there are walls, there are, you know, obstacles that you have to overcome. And if it's really a passion of yours, you get through it. Yeah, absolutely. Know? But you don't learn that if you're getting like sugar coated uh-huh. and getting your homework put on the uh, refrigerator every day, yeah. saying it's the best, <laughs> even though there's a big fat F on it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's the it's, best F. It's, it's the strong F. <laughs> capital F. Yeah. Or like I said too, so I failed English one year, which is really funny. And my, my argument to... What grade? 11th grade. In my defense, 16 of my classmates also failed, which makes you start to question the teacher a little bit. I'll be honest, some of it was me, but some of it was the teacher. So my argument for trying to not go to summer school, I was trying to get like some reprieve, was that I may have gotten a 55%, but I know 55% of the curriculum Whereas I bet most of these other people don't know that much. They probably binged the night before. Like, mm. I can answer these questions. It didn't work. No. 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 <laughs> but I stood by it. I stood strong. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> I have retained this information. So she was She was a teacher. He, you, he was a teacher yeah. you would say was not very passionate about helping you. <laughs> no, I don't think so. He did like Just the word kumquat, to... though. Oh. I won't forget that. I thought it was really weird. Wow. Because he talked bad. about it. Anyway. I honestly, I could I could paint you Mr. Hummel. That's his name. I was going to say I can't remember his oh name, gosh. but it just hit me. I remember all of my worst no, teacher's I, names. No, I have PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> no! Um, summer school was great, though. Um, we actually got to hang out a lot and you know, with people that I already liked. Oh, yeah. And we were all a bunch of troublemakers, so it was just a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> um, I digress back to not going to summer school and being a good student. <laughs> Maybe this internship is more like the summer school of... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> of the creative Man, circus. I hope not. <laughs> I hope they actually like us. I think yeah, they do. I think they I do, I think too. we help them out mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, so what what made you want to take the reins on, on the bunker here? Was that, is it, was that a passion of yours, or was it more like an opportunity that you thought you could help with? Um, well, so I've taught, I've been a teacher at the creative mm-hmm. circus for, you know, three or four years now. Not a professor? A professor. Well, I'm a professor. Yes, called me Professor Donnell. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Very formal. Um, no, so I, I teach at the Creative Circus, and I think I was drawn to that because of my path in school. Like, I mm-hmm. didn't go to a portfolio school. So, mm-hmm. like I said before, I, I learned everything I did through internships, and I think that is just such a valuable um, aspect of any agency to have, especially at Iris. You know, we have, we have an amazing creative department, mm-hmm. and... I think our agency is very creatively led. So I think that is, you know, so important to have creative internships in a place that really cultivates that kind of um, just atmosphere and culture. Mm -hmm. And and for them to see that and, you know, come in into a small space like ours versus being shoved in a corner of like some, you know, big conglomerate ad agency and and told to like work on their books or fake projects or maybe three letters yes (laughs) whose names might sound like a law firm yeah Mm. interesting um so yeah i've I've definitely heard just you know different experiences and i've been in those experiences where i've had a really crappy internship Mm -hmm. and you know i think those are almost just as valuable as the good ones because that that shows you exactly what you don't want to be doing Mm -hmm. so i'd say in college i had oh my goodness six internships one of those was in new york so i like that was my passion was pushing and learning and going and like just seeing all the different types of, you know, 
creative departments and how people dealt with projects and how, you know, someone even produced something from point A to the finish line. And mm-hmm. that was just like, you don't get that in school. Mm-hmm. That is just not taught in school. Like I got taught the theory of marketing and, mm-hmm. you know, the business SWOT objectives analysis. behind things. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it was, yeah, I, I just think I'm, a big passion of mine is wanting to give that back to somebody and like knowing the experience that I went through that helped me mm-hmm. just really define the path that I wanted to be on. So, um, so I think that's the main goal for the bunker is just to really, really give them that like hands on. This is the process that you're going to go through on mm-hmm. almost every single project and getting them used to that and, and just kind of right. learning the process I think is so valuable. I think so too. I think, um, Wait, like, like, so I just, I just watched a video uh, by Simon Sinek. I don't know if you know who he is. He's a, he wrote Start With Why. And um, he's probably one of the most profound and insightful, I don't even know what to call him. I don't know what he does besides being an author and <laughs> I'm gonna look him up. talking about shit, honestly. Let's look him up on Wikipedia um, right now. So, yeah, I mean, he's an author, he's a thought leader, but he... The way the guy described, he just he has he has it. He has his finger on the pulse and he gets it, um, whatever 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 it may be. So, I think the um, understanding the human condition is really what I find interesting mm-hmm. about him. And he was talking. <coughs> yeah, that's a sneeze. What's up? I'm not editing it out. You can hear my sneeze. Um, <laughs> it's a very dainty sneeze. It's a dainty sneeze. It was cute. What? Gesundheit. Um, exactly. Um, so he was talking about. Millennials, which that's a word that we hear in every single meeting with every single client, you know, obviously because they have the buying power now. Um, mm-hmm. And you'll figure out how this connects in a second. So, um, you know, he was talking about like, why do, why do employers, employers have a problem. They're like, how do we keep these people employed? Mm-hmm. And what what's the problem? And then there's the jokes that they are all little special snowflakes that need to be coddled and helped, and they demand their beanbag chairs, and God forbid they're in a cube, and you know, and and so what he basically was getting at is that sure that that that's the outside looking in, but when you actually really start to um, understand the millennial mindset, it's not much unlike others out there. It's just the way they it's the way they um, the way they act is more inside out. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they're unhappy with you as an employer. They're unhappy with themselves because they don't feel like they're making an impact. And for us, we're like, dude, you've been here eight months. What kind of impact do you think you're going to make? <laughs> but for them, it's like they, they, are, they are the instant gratification generation. Mm-hmm. And they are quite honestly addicted to instant gratification. There's a dope, like he was basically going, there's a dopamine release, which is the same as smoking a cigarette, the same as eating something really good, drinking, um, you know, elation. And so these people have been bred with a a device in their hand that when they need something, it is a boom. boom It is in front of them. And it even goes into their personal relationships. You think about it like, you know, back in the day when we were youngsters and we had to date, um, you know, you had to have like, like as, as as a guy dating, yeah, you had to have enough gumption, whether it was fueled by liquid or um, friends or just inner spirit, to go up to a woman and say, "Hi, hello, <laughs> you look pretty on your face, and I would like to make dinner with you." Like you had to like somehow do that. Whereas now you don't have to have interaction at all. You look at a picture, you swipe right, yeah, hope that they do the same. If not, it doesn't matter because you swiped right on like twenty three people that day. 
and then you, you chat back and forth, and then you say, hey, let's go out to dinner. My thing is, like, what the fuck do you talk about after that? Like, well, we yeah. kind of chatted about it, so... We already, you know, you have three things listed in your profile. <laughs> do we go to the after party? Is that, do we just <laughs> yeah. steamroll over there? But it's like, again, it's instant gratification. You didn't have to engage in conversation. You didn't have to do anything to woo that person. You didn't have to show your personality at all. Everything's contrived. It's quick. It's immediate. And so when you look at a career, if it's not giving any kind of instant gratification where they see mm-hmm. an impact by their job, they get unhappy very quickly. And it's not that they're unhappy with you, they're unhappy with themselves. Yeah. But they don't know what to do with it because they haven't been challenged to push through that feeling. Well, Simon has a bunch of TED Talks. Exactly. exactly what you're I suggest saying. reading so it. So yeah. I think I might watching. play them after this. Start With Why is probably one of the most profound books yeah. that I've read in a long time. Nice. Um, it's the, it, is, it is the essence of branding, and it's the essence of passion. We do that here. We, we call it a passionate purpose, mm-hmm. but that is essentially why. So who cares what you're doing? Yeah. Who cares how you're doing it? Because you can make those arguments all day long, and eventually someone's going to rip off how you do something, or they're going to rip off what you do. Um, but they can't take away your why, and that's that's the big thing. Like you can't if you're competing on why you're on a different level. So yeah, that's passion though. That's that's why that's what the the month the theme of the month for February. If I didn't say it, was passion. So what are you passionate about? Uh, restaurant and beverage branding. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I can't stop doing it. Um, what about life. just in general, in real life? That. Oh. Not even kidding. That's I go home and I do it. It's all I talk about. It's all I think about. It's just what I love. Um, I've tried to That's get to amazing. the essence of it. It just I think what it is is for me. It's it's one of the few things in this world that inherently and I kind of hate this word, but viscerally bring people together. Yeah. You know. So whether you well, realize yeah, or not, drinking food. Yeah. <laughs> You know, people are more prone to put their phones down. They're more prone to, like, interact. People cry. They laugh. They mm-hmm. hug. They love. Everything happens around food and beverage. It's mm-hmm. just, like, this conduit. And I think that being a part of that and helping those situations really, mm-hmm. I love it. I just do. Um, it's funny. I've been asked a couple times, just, like, randomly through friends or, like, on a date or whatever, mm-hmm. what are you passionate about? And sometimes it stumps me. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I passionate about? You know, it's like, like passionate about this beer oh, right now. I'm really What's up? Passionate about rainbows. <laughs> like what? All the colors. It's a very non-committal thing. So, well, I think it's an interesting <laughs> exercise just to like really sit down and identify like what you're passionate about. Yeah. Because then it will. I don't know. I, I don't think that. I think when someone asks you that, sometimes we're like set to go off on these like. I don't know, pie in the sky ideas. Like I'm really passionate about right. world peace or whatever. When I think you can like identify something that's literally in your everyday life. Yeah. You know, like I'm passionate about dogs. 
Yeah, just <laughs> it's like, love them. And that's yeah. just something that I love. I, I spend time um, volunteering at the Humane Society. Right. And by doing that, that's like, you know, a passionate purpose for me to go there and, mm-hmm. and spend time with these, you know, animals that have literally nothing and they depend on a human being to be yeah. there to take care of them. And that makes me feel good. And in turn, I can make that, right. you know, into and put that back into my life, especially with like brainstorming mm-hmm. or like I can feel good about things. And right. that's where my mind is clear enough to like think about good ideas. It is really weird time. in brainstorms where you start scritch, you know, scratching behind your ear with your foot. It is. <laughs> we always thought, but it was cool. Like we just never said anything about it. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I forget to change the fleet collar. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I think you're right though. I think, you know, the word passion almost can be scary because people think that they're supposed to have some profound response. You know, like, yeah. I'm passionate about and Wild hunger. Yes, and like, I don't think I think it's not easier really passionate than that. about that. It's yeah. a bummer. I don't really <laughs> want it to be around, but I'm not passionate about that. I think getting honest and stop trying to write your profile yes. biography and just be normal is something that I think we're having a harder time more and more doing. I know what my passion is because I, I get really mad at agencies. Mm-hmm. I think we are terrible at doing what we tell our clients to do in general. Not necessarily we as an iris. Mm-hmm. A little bit, though. I'll, I'll throw the jab. Maybe I'll get fired. Who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> but just in general, like, I, I look at so much. So as I'm scouring the interwebs to collect, like, really awesome shit to share on Grids and Grids, uh-huh. um, I, of course, land on a lot of agency websites. And what do you see? You see... We are the designers of innovative things. <laughs> we are the makers of stuff. We are the future. Yeah, and I'm like, what the? F-? Like, who? C- <laughs> shut up! Like, like I design websites that engage. Like, and I just have to shake my synergy. Yeah, <laughs> just whooshes and stuff, and it's all the same stuff. I think you know, and so I saw that I see it constantly, and then I challenge I challenge myself to break that, mm-hmm. and so. I started Vigor a very long time ago, you know, grew it, had employees, mm-hmm. went through the recession, didn't have employees, moved to Atlanta. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I just want to do the shit that I love. And what do I yeah. love doing this for the most? And okay, it's this. So I'm just going to wave the flag, which so many people would have said, don't do like, don't niche because you're going to, you, you lose out on money. And I'm like, well, the quality of work and the work that I love to do mm-hmm. is there though. And so if I don't, if I have to starve a little bit and eat hot dogs and ramen for a few years, then mm-hmm. I mean, fuck it, I will because that's what I want to do. Um, <laughs> well, I think you can equate this to bring it full circle to your absolutely. beverage. Yeah, is on a menu, right? You go mm-hmm. to a restaurant, and if you have like. 18 pages of dishes mm-hmm. you know they're not going to do everything well cheesecake factory what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know they're not going to do everything well right like but if you go to a restaurant and they have one page of like maybe eight entrees mm-hmm. you know you're going to get a delicious amazing meal it's going to be the best it's the best the best as yeah. my former client used to say because he was from Naples yeah you're the best <laughs> no but it's true and so, yeah, I think agencies I think, suck at it though yeah Honing in on those yeah. direct skills, I think, is is important. Well, so what's good is um, last month we did talk about niching, mm-hmm. not to get back on that. And so we had Craig Johnson from Matchstick, and they niche in a service. So they mm-hmm. just do brand development. That's what they do for anyone, brand development. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talked to Allison Seth of Seth Design Group, and she niches, excuse me, much like Vigor in, in industry, restaurants. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just so scary for especially large agencies to wave a flag. And then when we do, 
we have to somehow pull it off and give it its own name and its own thing because we're so scared to pigeonhole. Mm -hmm. But essentially, that's what our advice to our clients is. When you're you're going through brand development is stop trying to be everything to everyone and focus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just... I know I'm on a tangent, but like, I just think it's like, it's a, it's a pet peeve of mine, but it's also, I just see so much opportunity to mm. take yourself through your own process, find what your passion really is, spray paint it on a flag, wave it as high as you can and forget the rest of the stuff, yeah. you know, cause chances are you probably don't like doing all that stuff, but you're doing it for a paycheck. You know, like, do we, do you, do you really like, uh, this isn't for us, but like, okay, do you really like doing social media posts all day long? Or do you really want to be doing traditional advertising? And if the answer is traditional advertising, then stop it. Stop. Mm-hmm. Just knock it off, you know? And and then on your website, don't even list it as a service, you know? Just go into it. Fuel your own passion. And um, so the people that we have on this month, I think, are uh, really – really good beacons of passion for many reasons. So they're, they're double-sided passion. They have the thing they love to do during the day huh. and then something they did love to do at night, which in a lot of ways can be symbiotic. So we have Maddox Schuler of um, Fort Foundry, um, and he's the one that we actually gave away a font pack. Um, oh, yes. Or will be giving away a font pack. Continue I to share, it. everybody. Exactly. Please tag your friends. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Um, <laughs> but Maddox has this, this, this font foundry that he founded. He loves typography. He loves creating fonts. And then he stumbled into board game design. And I'm going to leave that it at that because awesome. you're going to have to listen to the episode because it's awesome. Um, we have Jason Donnelly. Uh, he's an author, uh, on the side and a copywriter full time at VaynerMedia. Um, loves to do, do copywriting, but he writes some pretty awesome books in the vein of Chuck Palahniuk and... I'd even give them a little Tom Robbins love. They're they're satirical at times. They're challenging, a bit vulgar. Mm. Um, and uh, he's actually from the same city as I am. You have me at vulgar. That's I'm great. Gonna listen. Well, to be completely, yeah, you're gonna listen and uh, you're gonna want to read his book because in the first chapter, the main character um, pleasures himself and accidentally uh, lands the result on his cat. Again, a very passionate guy. <laughs> a very passionate guy. So I think uh, my favorite quote on the back of the book is from Jason's mother, where it was like, oh, after I got past the first chapter, I really enjoyed the book. <laughs> or something to that effect. So it's pretty awesome. It just says Jason's mom. Um, for all those times, you embarrassed me, mom. Exactly. <laughs> the exactly. first chapter's for you. <laughs> Be proud. And then we have uh, Nate Srantz of um, He works at Supergroup, and, but he also started Long Stories Short. And um, essentially those are like one-minute videos, exposés on just thinkers and people and creators. Um, we just watched the one with, uh, I think his name's Kevin. I'll never know his name. Uh, it's Black Cat Tips. If you're from Atlanta, you know exactly who we're talking about. And the guy Kyle. Kyle, there it is. Started yeah. with a K. At least Close. it's not Keith. <laughs> um, yeah, Keith is the ugliest name in the lane. In the- <laughs> or Craig. <laughs> or Craig. Oh, sorry, sorry, Craig. Sorry, Keith and Craig. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, anyway, so what's cool about these guys, In wish we would have had a female in there, but it was really just a matter of my laziness and scheduling. Whatever. That's all right. We're starting the month out with a female. Exactly. Yeah. What better way exactly. um, to represent these feeble-minded gentlemen? <laughs> um, so 
I think what's really cool about these guys is they have their full-time thing that they love, and then they have their side project that they love. And that, that's not always the case. Um, like, you love dogs, and you find a way to bring puppies into the world. I do. I put them in every single concept that I create. <laughs> <They're> just <hidden laughs> There's sometimes. just a dog hidden in every design Pumping that gas. I make. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's totally feasible. It <laughs> Obviously, you haven't met my dog. <laughs> um, so, what do you, do you have a passion project currently? Like, so you love what you do here, and there's a passion in helping um, the bunker people, because mm-hmm. not always kids, mm-hmm. people. But what's your passion project? Is it the dogs? Is it going and, and helping at the SPCA or the shelter? You know, currently it is um, traveling. Yeah. And that might not necessarily be considered a project, but for me, it's I have to take off one um, cross-country trip, or not cross-country, but... Um, Stamp on my passport. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 One time a year. At least one time a year. And um, so, yeah, right now I'm, like, really researching. And I think mm-hmm. that that just, like, helps energize me. Yeah. So I'm just, like, looking up different locations of places I want to go. And so far it's been um, Patagonia is calling my name. Ooh. <laughs> so I might go there at the um, over Christmas. You it'll should be watch the Bear Grylls episode where he learns how to survive there just in case. Just in case. Yeah, he gets <laughs> just some tips. In case. <laughs> yes, live in some sort of animal skin for, <laughs> for <right>. a week. <laughs> so we, this is a complete tangent, but it's so worth sharing. So we, my friends and I were at the bar. It was a few years back. Believe it or not, we went to a bar. Mm-hmm. And... You know, there was a bar fight that broke out or whatever, and I'm like, these just do. douchebags, you know, <laughs> like, what what a display of, like, cockery, you know, just, like, you know, pluming the feathers and the I'm so strong thing. And, and we started laughing because it's like, what if Bear Grylls, like, was, was at this bar right now, and this one guy's like, I'm so tough, and he's like... Yeah, well, I was, like, traipsing through the <laughs> desert, and I got stung in the face by hornets. And so after that, I didn't have anything to drink, so I killed a rattlesnake with my hands. I pissed in its skin and drank it. But you're so, really tough. Yeah. <laughs> but, Mic drop. But you're super tough. So <laughs> it was just it was, like. Um, <laughs> Brian Regan, comedian, has yeah. a, a bit on that. Oh, really? Like, I swear like, I haven't seen it. Well, it's the, it's the guy that walks on the moon. Like, he oh. can. he's talking about one uppers <laughs> and conversations, yeah. and it's like. Anybody, you know, is one-upping the next person, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden the guy that, you know, walks on the yeah. moon is like, well, I walked on the moon. <laughs> Not and to then be a one-upper. you are done. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. what do you think of that? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Conversation over. <laughs> what do you want to talk about now? <laughs> Talk about stamping your passport. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So that's taking up a lot of my free time. It's just researching. Yeah. Figuring out where the heck to go. What do you think of Greece? I would love to go. I think that's where the oh wife and I are looking gosh. at this year. Just, just the beautiful pictures. Beautiful water, pictures. Bright blue, and then you have all of these amazing like white architectures. It's amazing. Yeah, I really want. We really want to go. A little bit worried just about the the climate of yeah their economy. Yeah, and what the effects of a, of a poor economy have on crime and blah, blah, blah. So kind of doing a lot of research yeah. on that. You know, it's yeah. a little scary. Can't let fear stop you, though. No, that's true. That's true. Um, I mean, it, there's always going to be things going on, you know. Right. Just pick out the places that are you know, more friendly to tourists. And bring a, a saber. Yes. <laughs> Pack one in your suitcase. Right, just in case. Um, no, that's great. I think there's something about travel, too, that really sparks ideas and um, 
Well, I think a it, new thinking. Yeah, new and perspectives. Just for you know, another side passion project is mm -hmm. learning how to use my camera correctly, and yeah. this is giving me such a huge reason to like actually take a class and learn what every single button on my camera does, rather mm -hmm. than just like. All right, let's play around with this. Let's put it in that. auto mode. <laughs> so <laughs> that is also on my list of things to do this year is to really learn yeah. how to use that tool. My advice is, it sounds really dumb, but with photography, it is so far what I've learned is just just, just do it. Mm -hmm. Take shitty pictures yeah, and then figure out why yeah. they were so shitty and then fix something. <laughs> well, I just started joining a bunch of meetup groups. So cool. that'll be like probably weekend. Do they talk excursions. or do you just shoot? No, it's just it's, you just hear clicks the it's entire all, time. It's like, it's like its own language. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Click three times for yes. Someone gets really mad. It's like <laughs> just on the auto fire. Like settle down, Keith. <laughs> Craig. Yeah. You're getting rambunctious. Keep politics at home. <laughs> That's yeah. probably a good place to land this plane. Is that good? Yeah, I think, I think we're good. <laughs> we are way off somewhere else, but um, we are passionate about discussion, and we're I think that's the root of brainstorming. And so I um, encourage you to listen to the episodes this week. I encourage you to find Ginger Donnell online. Yeah. Where do they do that? Um, actually, my Instagram. You can check me out there. I got a lot of dog pictures, mm -hmm. a lot of travel pictures. <laughs> so it shows exactly what I am passionate about, and that is GingDD. G-I-N-G-D. So that's G-I-N-G. D-D. D-D. Um, awesome. Definitely follow Ginger. Yeah. Her Instagram is fun. I follow it as well. Yeah. And um, I'll be sure to tag you and everything on the promotional posts. Thanks cool. for coming on. Yeah. Thanks Appreciate for having it. me. This is great. Cool. All right, everyone. Have a good uh, week, and we'll see you next time. We won't see you. Once again, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Do follow us at Grits Grids. That's Grits Grids with no end in between on Instagram and Twitter. This podcast and the Grits and Grids blog is a passion project of Vigor, a restaurant and beverage branding and marketing firm based in Atlanta. Check us out at www.vigorbranding.com. And of course, we're all over social media. Until next week, stay hungry, stay thirsty, and be creative.